The second thing, uh, the second focus should be about education and awareness. Mm -hmm. I think every company who are willing to do business in Philippines should mm -hmm. really focus on sustainability because uh, it's required here. I mean, this country needs low cost, effective and innovative ways of working, of transportation, mm -hmm. life, life habits, everything. So mm -hmm. anything, uh, every initiative will find good uh, ground to grow on here. Hello and welcome to SDG Stories. SDG Stories is a podcast where stakeholders in the Nordics and in the Philippines share their best practices on challenges to working with CSR, sustainability, and the sustainable development goals. Knowledge sharing is a powerful tool in the transition towards sustainability and towards a better world for everyone. SDG Stories is an in-depth talk with people who make a positive impact on how to go from idea to result so you can get inspired. Today I'm talking to the Vice President and General Manager Sihan Sardar Kachilsik and Jacqueline Andil Castillo, the Public Affairs and Communications Manager of Nova Nordis Philippines, producer of nearly half of insulin and other life-saving medicines in the world. We talk about their commitment to the Sustainable Development Goals. We focus on SDG3, on good health and well-being, as they want to not only cure the symptoms of diabetes, but also prevent obesity, diabetes, and other serious chronic diseases from happening in the first place. We also discuss SDG 12 on responsible consumption and production, as they are optimizing the recyclability of their insulin pens through their program Circular for Zero. We also talk about their ambitious goal of wanting to achieve 100% renewable electricity throughout the supply chain, as suppliers make up 80% of Nova Nordisk carbon footprint. Lastly, we dive into how Novo Nordisk is engaged in gender equality, diversity and inclusion, with 51% female employees and many of them in leadership positions. Uh, first of all, thank you to the both of you for being able to do this interview today. Could you uh, start out with telling me a little bit about yourself? Uh, my name is Jihan Serdar Kızılcık. Uh, I'm the Vice President and General Manager of uh, Novo Nordisk Philippines. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been here for the last 18 months. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is a country that I've uh, known for some time. Uh, now I have the pleasure of uh, working here as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've been with the company for uh, quite a long time, since 1999. Did you know about the Philippines before you started working here? Uh, we actually had a, a project in 2003 mm -hmm. and uh, we were just uh, beginning to build our presence in Southeast Asia and No Nordisk mm -hmm. Philippines was a very young affiliate by then. And mm -hmm. uh, I spent three months uh, trying to work out you know, the details with a project group. And mm -hmm. uh, by then I had a hunch that someday I might be actually working here. <laughs> <laughs> the reality. Okay, interesting. Um, and how about you, Jacqueline? Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Malene. Uh, of course, I'm Jackie. I'm the Public Affairs and Communications Manager of Novo Nordisk Philippines. So I've mm -hmm. been in the company for uh, four months now. 
Um, <laughs> but it feels like, you know, uh, more than that, for sure. Um, yeah. Given, I mean, given the situation and, and all of that, you know, it, it, time really flies so fast. Mm -hmm. uh, though I am relatively new at Novo Nordisk, I am mm -hmm. not uh, new in the pharmaceutical business um, industry. So I've been mm -hmm. in the pharmaceutical um, industry for uh, 10 years. And um, I've really been doing a lot of uh, relationship builds and um, public affairs, communications, and corporate social responsibilities for um, the previous companies as well that I've been working with. Can you tell me a little bit about what Nova Nordisk uh, does in, in general? Our company was founded in 1923. Uh, Initially, uh, it was a small company producing insulins, and mm -hmm. later on, we uh, became the largest producer of insulin in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, diabetes has always been our main uh, area, but uh, we are also present in obesity uh, mm -hmm. and other chronic diseases. Diabetes is a big uh, area. It's a global epidemic, actually. It's uh, also increasing due to increase in uh, urban life and the changing lifestyles of people around the world also in philippines these days we talk about nothing but COVID, but uh, diabetes <laughs> obesity is still out there and they are silently creeping in so we are here to defeat diabetes mm -hmm. yeah yeah i can imagine that obesity and um diabetes is gonna be more prevalent with um with COVID because um, because people, they aren't, uh, in some countries, they're not allowed to go out um, mm -hmm. and exercise. Uh, so it will be, yeah, they, they won't be able to live a healthy lifestyle, I, I assume. Yeah, uh, even before COVID, I think uh, the urban lifestyle forces us to, you know, reduce our movements and uh, eat mm -hmm. a lot, way more than we need, probably. And those mm -hmm. two combined, uh, it makes uh, diabetes and obesity an epidemic. To give you a number, in Manila, 37% uh, of children are obese, clinically obese. And that's a mm -hmm. huge, huge number. You wouldn't expect uh, that ratio in a country like this, but uh, unfortunately it's increasing. So uh, what we do is uh, we uh, produce innovative products that could help people fight uh, those two diseases. How long has uh, Novo Nordisk been in the Philippines? Well, uh, our products has been uh, present for more than 40 years, but uh, yeah. we have our organization here under our own name for the last 20 years. Uh, last April, we celebrated our 20th year. Okay, that's great. That's great. <laughs> so let's dive into a little bit more specifically about uh, Novo Nordisk's and their uh, sustainability strategy. Um, so can you uh, can you tell me a little bit about how uh, Novo Nordisk works with sustainability? Well, uh, perhaps I should give you the global perspective first, then we can discuss mm -hmm. what we are here doing here. Novo Nordisk produces a lot of proteins, and uh, that's not an easy job. After uh, those uh, products are final, then they are distributed around the world for use. Mm -hmm. Then uh, mm -hmm. 
they need to be recycled as well. Now at the production mm -hmm. side, we are doing quite well. We have an initiative called uh, Circular for Zero. And mm -hmm. this has three uh, initiatives. One is about mm -hmm. using renewable electricity. And mm -hmm. uh, as of today, we are uh, using renewable electricity only. It's 100% uh, sustainable. Mm -hmm. And uh, we would like to achieve this also in operations and transportations by year 2030, which is quite mm -hmm. ambitious. Mm -hmm. The second thing uh, is about designing recyclable products. What we produce is not that visible in everyday life uh, because injectable proteins uh, are special products used only by a few people. But uh, mm -hmm. we are producing more than 500 million pens, uh, injection pens every year. That's quite a lot. Yeah. And uh, last year we started an initiative to recycle those pens. You mm -hmm. can uh, make one chair out of 120 uh, recycled pens. That makes mm -hmm. like 4 million chairs. That's a lot of stuff. So wow. uh, we take special care to do this, you know, a reality. And uh, mm -hmm. third, of course, it's not about us uh, because in our production uh, cycles and in our distribution cycles, we are doing pretty well, but 80% of our uh, imprint is being caused mm -hmm. by our suppliers. And it's our uh, conviction to work with only those suppliers who share the same mindset with us. Mm -hmm. Therefore, uh, we have another initiative. Uh, we want all our suppliers to commit to this circular for zero, zero emissions commitment uh, mm -hmm. in the 10 years. That is, that is very ambitious. It's ambitious. Uh, I'm personally interested uh, how we are faring. And uh, it's not easy to measure your impact on the environment. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's difficult doing this in your own company. I think it's also going to be quite difficult uh, measuring this on a larger scale. Mm -hmm. But we are, uh, you know, we are on this. I mean, this is not something that we do for uh, publicity, honestly. Uh, no one mm -hmm. is a company uh, which, uh, lives uh, our values in a very uh, straightforward way. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I'm sure we are going to achieve this. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it's very um, ambitious um, to, uh, to set such, such uh, a goal. Um, but it, of course, it's, it's really great to have a goal to work towards. Um, are, uh, do competitors uh, or other pharmaceutical uh, companies, do they do the same as Novo Nordisk or is Novo Nordisk the, like one of the players that are leading the shift towards sustainability? Well, uh, I think the industry is uh, waking up to this reality and uh, pharma mm -hmm. is not in uh, the forefront when it comes to pollution. Usually we are not uh, the first sector to come to mind. But uh, I'm no. happy to see that also our competitors are joining us. But uh, mm -hmm. in my opinion, uh, No Nordisk is really leading the way. We are really taking mm -hmm. this and we are uh, spending time and energy to uh, get this message across also. Mm -hmm. And Malin, just to add to what Sardar is saying, also, mm -hmm. Novo Nordisk is really committed to 
doing sustainable business. And in fact, it's really part of um, what you can call the core values of the company. So we call mm-hmm. it Novo Nordisk Way Essentials. And mm-hmm. um, specifically for, for this sustainable business, it's really part of that. It's essential number three. And mm-hmm. um, it goes to saying that uh, we are not just, you know, financially responsible. We're also both in- environmentally and socially responsible. So what Sardar uh, shared with you earlier is really, you know, folk, um, is this just one part of the three way that we are trying to address and make it a sustainable business. So our core is to drive change to defeat diabetes and other serious chronic diseases. And to make our business sustainable, we want to make sure that, you know, we are also equally responsible, not just financial, but also environmental and in our social responsibility. Um, That's why we believe that, you know, the environmental aspect being a core uh, part of what we do every day is already, you know, part of our consciousness, not just uh, a company, but also in each individual employee. So I guess mm-hmm. that's also something that would help, you know, make um, all these uh, initiatives sustainable. Uh, and a part mm-hmm. of the environmental responsibility, we're also, uh, we've also recently launched not to, to really step up to this uh, ambition, we would really you know, want to step up and be sustainable with our ambition mm-hmm. as well. So we, we have launched our social responsibility strategy, which is the defeat diabetes mm-hmm. strategy. Um, so mm-hmm. while we continue the pursuit of this uh, zero environmental impact in our operation, so it's, you know, it's, it's kind of that um, solid relationship that we're not just thinking about ourselves, but we're also, and then, you know, mm-hmm. what we do is more than just creating medicines or making um, innovative medicines. We also want to add value to the society and to the future of our business. So um, later on, for sure, we will uh, go more with our defeat uh, diabetes social responsibility strategy. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, basically, that's um, yeah, that's what I want to add to what uh, Sir Dar mm-hmm. is already currently saying. Yeah, that's that's really cool, and also the whole um, that you want to ensure that your insulin insulin pens are uh, sustainably, or that that it's that it can be recycled um yeah it's a very uh, visionary approach uh using the circular business models um so so it's really good that you're also uh inspiring uh the industry uh what is the Novo Nordisk approach to the sustainable development goals well uh when you say development uh well, mm-hmm. I'm relating to this again uh, from a broader perspective. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, uh, the best way to prevent something is uh, to take action earlier, right? Uh-huh. So our company believes in preventing diabetes and obesity very early on. Now, mm-hmm. as I... Uh, speak with you i'm looking outside and here in manila now we have biking lanes people Mm -hmm. are encouraged to use bicycles because uh, they are more effective and you know in in every way Mm -hmm. now uh, have uh, cities with diabetes initiative worldwide Mm -hmm. 
in many cities, not in Manila, but uh, maybe uh, hopefully here someday too. Mm-hmm. We are working with stakeholders to, you know, uh, make permanent hard changes that actually prevent the problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not possible uh, to prevent type 2 diabetes, which is caused by uh, lifestyle and environmental changes mostly. But we're mm-hmm. also committed, committed to prevent type 1 diabetes through uh, our innovative science. Mm-hmm. So uh, our focus is not just uh, producing recyclable products and uh, minimizing our impact, mm-hmm. but uh, we are here actually for the long haul and uh, we are uh, really trying to take part in the broader solution, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because uh, insulin uh, products, they, they do help people um, with their lives. And also I, I can imagine that um, because Manila, it's a, or the Philippines, it's a growing economy, and people they will see a shift towards higher income, uh, and then they can also, you know, buy more food. But then, if Novo Nordisk is there, they can um, step in and prevent uh, obesity and uh, diabetes um, early, so that they don't. So it's not, you know, just fixing the symptom, but also preventing the disease in the, in the first place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's so, interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. The prevalence of diabetes and obesity is very highly correlated with uh, low income and low education, actually. So oh. spend a lot of time uh, trying to create awareness and educate all the stakeholders, not just physicians and, uh, you know, people who are under risk or who are already uh, suffering from those two diseases. We are, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, paying a lot of uh, attention to prevention at schools or in media. We are Mm -hmm. approaching day, World Diabetes Day, and Mm -hmm. uh, the sole purpose of this day is creating awareness about the disease so that people start doing things to prevent it. Yes, so um, thank you very much, Shadar. Um, so yeah, Maline, so we are trying to address, you know, our, our share you know, as a company, our share in the, um, of course, a sustainable development goal is, of course, at goal number three, which is to ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all and at all mm-hmm. ages. So as um, mm-hmm. Sardar mentioned about our uh, drive to defeat diabetes, and one of which is how we are celebrating uh, World Diabetes Day, um, specifically mm-hmm. just last year, um, we also had that. We uh, what we do is to um, connect all of our diabetes societies and organizations in the country, and partner mm-hmm. with um, key organizations like Lions Club um, in in the Philippines to really, mm-hmm. you know. Um, voice out our support and our um, how do we really want to drive uh, defeating diabetes in the country. Of course, things like this doesn't happen overnight, um, but the call mm-hmm. to action to make sure that uh, you know people are more, getting more aware uh, about this call is, is in place. 
currently, we also have our, um, of course, uh, patient access program. And um, we also have a website uh, like Health Today uh, to give more mm -hmm. information about, you know, the types of uh, disease that you have specifically for uh, diabetes and obesity and other mm -hmm. chronic diseases. Um, we do uh, um, have that kind of avenue as well for our patients. And uh, very soon, we're also going to do some, uh, you know, for, for everyone else, not just our patients uh, through our doctors, but also uh, the rest of the general public who needs to be aware of, of what's happening and what, uh, you know, these diseases are all about. So these are just a few of the steps that we're doing to ensure that we also meet um, not just our own goal, but the, you know, uh, to contribute as well in the sustainable development. Super interesting um, that you're trying to create uh, awareness. Since uh, Sardar mentioned that diabetes is correlated with low income and low education, do you target uh, these groups uh, specifically to create awareness? Actually, we need to uh, work with uh, the government and uh, other stakeholders to do mm -hmm. this properly. That's true. And mm -hmm. uh, we have some uh, init uh, initial uh, engagements with uh, healthcare associations. Mm -hmm. But uh, mm -hmm. in Philippines, we have a long way to go, I think. Okay. Uh, why, why do you, why, why would that be specifically? Well, uh, because... Uh, I see that some of the initiatives that we have in other countries are still missing. Mm -hmm. For instance, uh, the importance of uh, eating right and exercise uh, should be taught in schools, I think. Yeah. And, uh, I've been working in pharma for the last 20 years. And initially, 20 years ago, the uh, healthcare focus was uh, on the sick person. So mm -hmm. somebody gets sick, how do we... Uh, produce the product that cures that. That was the basic understanding for a long time. But mm -hmm. now uh, we understand that many of the things that we suffer from, I mean, mm -hmm. obesity, hypertension, uh, metabolic uh, syndromes, they all result from uh, lifestyles and you know life habits mostly. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, if you look at the numbers, it's really frightening. I mean, uh, soon the global number for people with diabetes, type 2 diabetes, will reach 400 million people. That's a huge number. So focusing only on the problem is, uh, is not going to help us. In Philippines, mm -hmm. uh, that number is today only 4 million, mm -hmm. but uh, it's increasing very rapidly. And that is a problem because uh, in a country where uh, everything uh, about healthcare is out of pocket yet. Yeah. Uh, that creates a big problem big, uh, in front of, uh, you know, economic uh, prosperity and development as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are uh, trying to reach the authorities to initiate the projects so that we can actually uh, be a partner in creating broader awareness mm -hmm. and uh, Maybe in that way we can help. Are the governmental um, departments are they are they supporting or are they welcoming in uh, in your uh, when you reach out to them or? Well, uh, we are hampered these days because of quarantines. Uh, mm -hmm. 
But I am very hopeful because the understanding and the mm -hmm. cultural tendencies in the Philippines are towards a healthier life. I mean, mm -hmm. Filipinos uh, value their health and they uh, take it very seriously. So uh, I think slowly we will get there. Last year, uh, we, before the COVID began, mm -hmm. we had uh, an initiative on the World Obesity Day, for instance, mm -hmm. and we received a huge positive response from local authorities. Mm. Thousands of policemen yeah. uh, joined our uh, exercise morning and stuff like that. I think these are very positive trends. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Um, yeah, if if they loved it last last year, then you can of course do it this year. But maybe in the future, it will gain even more awareness and um, and it it will become a, a trend. So I hope that will that will work out and that you will be able to to cooperate with the with the government more on this on this matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just to add, Malina, um, yeah, Sardar mm -hmm. is correct about, uh, I mean, the government is, uh, yeah, they are responsive in, you know, especially mm -hmm. in, in, in everything that would lead to healthy Filipinas. No? That's, that's, what, they, that, that's mm -hmm. what they want to achieve as well. And so uh, mm -hmm. right now, uh, we may be hampered by, of course, uh, the COVID and, and the restrictions that we are all in because things like these, you know, you gather people. So right now we can't. Um, but that doesn't yeah. stop us, you know, in, in organizing also mm -hmm. uh, even, you know, virtual events that would really uh, mm -hmm. help spread uh, the awareness and not just the awareness, but, you know, eventually our goal is also to make it, you know, advocacy in a sense, because um, mm -hmm. obesity is the start of all of those, you know, more serious diseases. I mean, obesity is the beginning of diabetes, let's put it that way. And so that's our way of um, doing a prevention to cure strategy where we want to address the you know the, the the beginning or the possible beginning of a more serious and, and um, long-term diseases so obesity is one and we are also um, you know starting with our social media campaigns on on obesity mm -hmm. and we also mm -hmm. plan to have a bigger goal and bigger campaign next year hopefully we can have mm -hmm. you know a, a better and bigger program that would really uh, help other people in, in a more massive manner. But uh, for now, we are doing the sort of baby steps through um, social media mm -hmm. awareness um, campaign for, you know, as a beginning. Do you uh, cooperate with other organizations or um, uh, stakeholders or, you know, like uh, universities uh, or something like that for your uh, sustainability strategy? Uh, well, as a company, we are not allowed to communicate directly to uh, patients. Mm, no. And uh, I think uh, that's the right way uh, to do it. So we are mm -hmm. cooperating with medical associations and mm -hmm. we are partnering with uh, authorities uh, who can spread the message in a scientific way. We also cooperate a lot with our embassy, Danish embassy here, and they are really committed and interested in what we do. Yeah. But of course, ultimately, uh, the main uh, partner should be uh, the government uh, because they have the broader reach and impact. Yeah. 
-hmm. and uh, now next year they we see a lot of uh, work being done around universal healthcare mm -hmm. and i think uh, in the future programs uh, we should be doing our best to place you know uh, diabetes and obesity and other chronic diseases into their plants so that it gets embedded yeah. in the uh, structure does Novo Nordisk, do they see a trade-off between profit and uh, and people or planet or or no? Well, uh, 20 years ago, we had uh, a very young CEO, Lars Rebin Sorensen, and I, I was in Turkey by then. I was very young, an analyst. Mm -hmm. And that was <laughs> the same question. I mean, if you found the cure to diabetes, type 1 diabetes, <laughs> then what? Uh, and I yeah. asked a question, I mean, if we found the cure, then what? And he <laughs> said, well, uh, if we found the cure, so be it. There is no end to diseases, and then we'll keep working on other diseases. And I mm -hmm. uh, honestly believe in that. Unfortunately, uh, as I tried to explain, there is no simple cure to many things that we are suffering today. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we are investing a lot in stem cell research to cure type okay. one. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think every technology and every innovation opens the door to future improvements. So mm -hmm. I hope we defeat diabetes soon mm -hmm. and move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. So we don't That's see uh, a trade-off between what we do and uh, our commercial worries. So do you work with any specific resources to, uh, uh, for your sustainability strategy? Like, uh, do you use uh, theories or research or tools or anything specific? Well, uh, we are a science-based company. Uh, so, but that's more about uh, production and uh, innovation at the production level, as I explained. Now, mm -hmm. globally, uh, we are present in more than 170 countries, including Philippines. And mm -hmm. locally, uh, we are relying on practicalities mostly. In Philippines, uh, we are doing our small part to leave a minimum impact. I mean, we, uh, we've completed all the basic stuff, like we are not printing uh, anything in the office. I mean. There are digital mm -hmm. signatures, uh, everything is recycled. Mm -hmm. uh, traditionally, we had way more company cars. Now we are encouraging, uh, you know, uh, allowances instead of cars. And mm -hmm. uh, partly due to COVID, now we are uh, very flexible in our travel requirements for our employees. I mean, they can choose to stay home and work. That also minimizes mm -hmm. impact. Mm -hmm. I think we are using a combination of, you know, big science and <laughs> practicalities, <laughs> but uh, we are not a very uh, heavy industry company like an airline or I don't know, this is not petrochemicals. So <laughs> no. I, I don't think uh, we have that <laughs> kind of research. Okay. Okay. Um... What advice would you uh, would you give to uh, to other organizations in the Philippines that want to work more uh, with uh, sustainability? I think uh, 
Philippines has a big problem about the environment, but mm -hmm. the direction and the intention is real good. I mean, I think mm -hmm. uh, a year ago, they shut down an island, Boracay, just to oh. clean the island up. Mm -hmm. Am I correct, Jackie? Yes, yeah, for six months. So you may criticize this action from a lot of perspectives, but ultimately, mm -hmm. it's a very strong message about protecting the environment. And I think uh, pe people should keep, you know, being serious about the environment. Now, the second thing, uh, the second focus should be about education and awareness. Mm -hmm. I think every company who are willing to do business in Philippines should mm -hmm. really focus on sustainability because uh, mm -hmm. it's required here. I mean, this country needs low cost, effective and innovative ways of working, of transportation, mm -hmm. life, life habits, everything. So mm -hmm. anything, uh, Every initiative will find good uh, ground to grow on here. Mm -hmm. When I go out, even in very low income areas, I see uh, stories about healthy living. I mean, wherever you look at, you see basketball grounds. I mean, people are exercising. And mm -hmm. I think that's a very good uh, point to start with. Mm -hmm. So my uh, advice uh, would be, to take uh, sustainability uh, and CSR very seriously in Philippines. Okay, yeah, that's that's good, yeah, because it's not always, but it's not always that the, that the government is pushing as hard for, his, for it as uh, themselves, uh, as, as companies can. Yeah. Can I give you an example? I think Japan, uh, a month ago, mm -hmm. restricted uh, disposing of uh, home appliances. So if you have a broken washing machine at home, you cannot just mm -hmm. throw it out. I mean, oh. you can put a computer in a garbage can. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, I like I'm, that, uh, that idea. I'm in the same situation here because uh, we had to throw away a washing machine last week. And I'm trying to figure out how, because there are some rules around it, I think. If you set through, I mean, if you uh, have rules in this country, people do follow the rules. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to start with the right rules and the system. Mm -hmm. And uh, that way uh, it becomes permanent. Like those uh, biking lanes <laughs> I see outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have anything you want to add, Jacqueline? Yeah, um, yeah, so I think, um, you know, Sir Dar already hit the nail on the head in terms of uh, how do how how these uh, other companies would like to venture on sustainability. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, number one, it has to be the right on the right mindset. Uh, we need to mm -hmm. make sure, you know, people need to understand that this is not a one time off. Like when you do your social responsibility, it's not a one time off or it's not for just for photo op. Right. So this is yeah. really about impact. This is really about how are we helping these people or how are we helping the society 
be better in mm-hmm. terms of um, what we do and what we value. So it's a combination of having the right mindset and having the right heart to do the job and also, you know, mm-hmm. having the right actions. Um, so it's a good combination of those three to make sure that they are really going to be committed and they're really going to do what it takes to make their, not just their business sustainable, but, you know, the, the society that they are going to be working on as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 It makes sense that you have to take into account that, that you're, that the goal is to improve the, the community and, and the people um, that you sell the, the products to. It makes sense. Yes. Um, how does working with sustainable or how does, because Nova Nordisk is highly, is very engaged with sustainability. How does that make you feel about your uh, workplace? Well, I'm happy to work here. Uh, I have a 10 year old son <laughs> and he's very uh, serious about everything environmental. Mm-hmm. And I'm being questioned on a daily basis about what we do and uh, you know, what's my role in this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it makes me really happy and it really feels special to be working for a company who takes uh, sustainability uh, and social responsibility very seriously mm-hmm. so uh, i think that's important because it adds uh, value and purpose uh, to what we do every day so yeah that's really uh <laughs> that's funny that i guess when you're 10 years old you wouldn't expect so much uh that they're aware about climate change and all these things, but your son seems to be very aware um, and asking very important questions. <laughs> well, you would be surprised. And how about you, Jackie? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's true. And, you know, I've mentioned earlier that, you know, I've been in the pharmaceutical industry for quite some time and I didn't really move, you know, outside of a pharmaceutical company. And it's by choice mm-hmm. because, you know, it's really mm-hmm. great. It's a great feeling to work for a company that has, you know, a, a deeper purpose, that has a strong mm-hmm. um, value towards, uh, you know, making the world better. I know it sounds Miss University, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> it is what it is. It's in, yes, it does. <laughs> my values... <laughs> My values are very much aligned. You know, my personal values are very much aligned with how um, pharmaceutical industry does uh, the job. So to me, it's it's more than the work itself. It's really about um, what do I really want to do in life? And to me, it's also about helping people. And for me to be able to work in a company that has, you know, that goal, as well i mean <laughs> what more can you ask for right <laughs> so to me it's yeah. all about uh the purpose and and how we mm-hmm. are living to that uh purpose so yeah <laughs> that totally makes sense um do you have a specific sustainable development goal that you uh that you identify with and it matters to you a lot Right. So to me, I know that, of course, uh, Novo Nordisk is meeting or trying to contribute to, um, you know, uh, development goal number three, uh, which is, of course, mm-hmm. healthy living and, and uh, 13 to some extent, which is the climate change. That's why we're doing the circular for zero impact. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Personally, for me, I would also would like to add on contributing and, you know, very much close to my heart um, is, mm-hmm. of course, number five, which is uh, mm-hmm. achieving gender equality. And I'm happy to share, mm-hmm. of course, that, um, you know, I mean, at least in the Philippines, we're very lucky to be in a country where, uh, you know, women takes, a, you know, takes up um, leadership role in in, mm-hmm. in a not uncomfortable manner, meaning we are very open. In fact, uh, at Novo Nordisk, uh, currently, um, our population is 51% female, uh, overall organization oh, mm-hmm. population. So that says a lot about, you know, how open uh, the company is in terms of uh, gender in- equality and, and not just mm-hmm. uh, in the overall organization, but in the leadership um group as well i'm sure mm-hmm. sardar is very proud of this so um we are four uh females in the in the leadership team but in uh, mm-hmm. in terms of also you know um nationality we're 50 50 so 50 percent mm-hmm. filipino and then 50 mm-hmm. percent um different nationalities i mean it's, it's a really diverse team uh, yeah. I should say, and and they, you know, we're very much also um, taking seriously diversity and inclusion. So mm-hmm. to me, goal number five is also something that should be put on the table in terms of contribution, uh, and mm-hmm. it's very close to my heart. <laughs> yeah, that so that makes sense. Also, I like that. I like that because also if you have a diverse team, you get more. Uh, you get other perspectives on on issues and topics, um, other perspectives yes. that could be uh, contributing to um, to solving issues. So, uh, so that definitely makes sense. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And how about you, Sardar? <laughs> well, uh, I was so proud of this fact. Uh, so, thanks uh, for bringing this up, Jackie. I also <laughs> uh, had some plans to initiate a physical activity for uh, the diabetes and obesity cause. That was before. Mm-hmm. The so we were just beginning to organize a run, something mm-hmm. with sponsor. I'm still on it. I mean, uh, I'm <laughs> maybe uh, next year, if not year, uh, we can have uh, a big event. And uh, mm-hmm. those events are important because uh, they give people the purpose to train, to you know, mm-hmm. eat clean and exercise, and it becomes something uh, that we all share. So mm-hmm. I hope we can have uh, this uh, prevent diabetes run someday here in Philippines. Mm-hmm. 